and what is going on everybody out there all of you buttes and beauties it is episode number 102 of hat trick hockey which is always brought to you by our good friends over at gl heritage the official beer of hat trick hockey if you like rob's rob's like hoodie there looking sweet just smash a link on the post there we'll bring you right into our store for all your sweet hdh merch let's bring in rob rob what's up dude we're we're just chatting off the air. Your eyes all messed up right now. Eh? Oh fuck! I got the cataract, <laughs> and it ain't fun. No, it's like you know when you get that line in your TV and you can't stop looking at it. Yeah, so I have one. a couple of years ago, two, two or three years ago, I had I had uh, this one done, and it's so funny too, right? Because you're you're laying in the hospital and uh, Tafor's in there, and all they do is peel the lens off and put a new lens on, and they're like, "Do you want a 3D lens? Do you want a high def lens?" And I'm like, "What?" And I'm like, "Give me the the OHIP lens. I'll take yeah. that one." Yeah. So, anyways, um. I'm laying in bed and, and, and they just cart you in like cattle. Like, I'm not kidding. You're laying down, they got you all comfy and then you, you, you roll in there. But before you go into the staging part of it, you're sitting there and they, they roll you up and they say, get into bed, whatever. So you lay down and then they start going through all the, uh, uh, ages, like, like what, what year were you born? And, and I hear 35, 45. 42 i'm like holy shit eh and and, uh, and then they're like okay what year were you born uh 69 and they're like oh we got a baby yeah. <laughs> i'm like what? holy fuck yeah fuck yeah it, it was it was like i was in an old folks home no offense to all the old people but yeah <laughs> i've been lucky man my whole life i've been blessed with just perfect vision 2020 vision my whole fuck, life i had i had i had perfect vision until i hit uh i want to say 45 and then i'm at work and i got a sliver in my finger and i'm trying to look and i can't see my i can't even see the you know your uh what do you call it there your print on your yeah. finger i can't even see the print on my finger i am like oh, holy fuck what's wrong yeah. with me i got lucky i guess i just i've always had good vision i don't know yeah some but people crazy take, shit man some people take it for fucking granted i couldn't go in there and have somebody work on my eyes it feels weird dude you don't oh. even know Here's the thing. So speaking of medical stuff, so I went in for a consultation to be snipped, right? All done having kids. I went in and um, it's kind of freaky, man. Cause he like, cause Did he they, like uh, fluff your junk. No, not, not yet. Anyways. So, Damn, but he's I went like to the wrong place. This dude <laughs> fluffed my junk. Yeah. But he, he just kind of sat down and like some of the stuff that he asked me, he was like, uh, does your wife know you're doing this <laughs> and stuff like type deal? He's on like, yeah. And I was, I was, I was this close to asking him, have you ever done one where the wife didn't know that the guy was doing it or something like, and it was, uh, but I don't know. The doctor was just very straightforward, like super serious, like older, um, older fellow. And, uh, I was just kind of, and then I would like ask him something. Cause he kind of, he's got a little bit of an accent. Okay. So there's a little bit of a language barrier. So like I asked him something or whatever, and he's like, Oh, I just told you. Da, 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 da. I'm like, I had to say to him, like, I'm sorry, but I'm kind of having a little bit trouble understanding you. Like it's, I'm not being an asshole. I'm just trying to make sure that everything is clear understanding between us before we go into this, because you're going to be 
working on my balls. Okay. Yeah. So like, I want to have a fucking understanding here. With and you're you. going to take my mojo. So that's <laughs> yeah. all, all I'm so thinking I, about is you taking my mojo. Yeah. So like, I want to have an understanding here with you. So, but we got it done. So it's probably going to be around Christmas time. I'm thinking, are you going to so, get it done in the hospital or right in the doctor's it, office? It has to be done at the hospital. He said it has to be done in a sterile room. So hmm. I got mine done. And that, that explains a lot. Really? I got mine done right in the doctor's office. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Now it's just like, they, they don't even really use a knife now. It's just like a quick little a laser like, puncture, a little puncture hole or whatever. They pull the tube out and do whatever they need to do. And then both sides. And then Bro, he's they like, stab you in the balls with the freezing. I know that's that. See, I had a buddy who just had it done not too long ago. And he said that the freezing was the worst part. Dude, I was black and blue from my knees to my fucking belly button. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. So terrible. to be honest with you, I'm it's terrible. I, I so so they say you know they do it like usually Friday, and by Monday you're good to go back to work. Yeah. Well, Monday I still couldn't move, and then Tuesday I'm thinking, okay, you know, no. Wednesday, nope, and and, and like the bruising was so freaking bad. Yeah. That I'm so I call the doctor's office and I'm like, hey. I need to come in. You need to take a look at what's going on. Like, like my stuff wasn't, you know, swollen or anything. Yeah. I was just bruised and sore, like, but not sore there, like sore in my abdomen, yeah. you know, like in, in those areas. How, how long ago did you have it done? Cause you might've had it done the old way where they like cut each side and. Well, like split me right down the bag. Yeah. See, this is just a little like, and they pull the tube out the hole. No shit. Yeah, that's how they do it now. He said, I'm in there 20 minutes. I, I'm I'm able to drive drive myself home. Yeah, I did the same thing. I yeah. drove myself home. Yeah. So I'm but, but like, like I so like I go back into the doctors and I, and and he's looking at it and he's like, Wow, like that's a lot of bruising. I'm like, did you get your knee in there at some point? Like, what the <laughs> fuck, man? Yanking I'm like, on. why am I so why am I so <laughs> up right now? Oh, I'm hoping that that doesn't happen to me. But one of my buddies was like, they give you the greatest drugs for pain, though. Yeah, one of my buddies said, he's like, listen, the first couple days after, don't fucking don't do move. shit. He's like, don't, don't do, do anything. He said, lay on your couch, watch TV, play Sony. Yeah, and I'll tell whatever. you one more thing is, get your bag of peas. Yeah, put them in a freezer bag. Yeah, I've already planning on doing that because if they the leak on your balls, you're fucked. Yeah, I, I know. So I got the one of the gel packs too, like you know the yep. like gel packs. I already got a couple of those, so I'll, right. I'm going to be ready to go. I'm going to bring one with me too, and like sit on on the way home. So, so enough about my balls. Should we get into hockey or what? <laughs> so, a couple GM moves right off the top. Um, San Jose brings in former player Mike Greer into their GM spot. He's the first ever black man to be a general manager in the nhl too so that's pretty cool um so congrats goes out to him san jose i think will be good under him he's played there for a long time he loves the area he loves the team so i think that that's going to be a great move for the san jose sharks your toronto maple leafs moved in uh dr haley wickenheiser was promoted to the assistant general manager for the leafs so i kind of wanted to know what you thought on that move I'm not big on it, you know, like, okay, let's, uh, you know, I understand giving women the chance to do their thing. And, and you know what, they're, they're probably smarter than men when it comes to everything, you mm -hmm. know, cause they'll tell you, but mm -hmm. that being said, um, 
why aren't they why aren't they doing this for women's hockey like why aren't why isn't the nhl pushing more money towards women's hockey and creating their general managers and their head coaches and and stuff like that i i, I don't get it i think now that there's been six women hired into the same roles mm. across the nhl as assistants as assistant gms i'm okay like if you're good enough for the job, you're good enough. For I'm the not job. taking like, anything away from yeah, them like, by any means. I think it should go to anybody who's good enough for it. Yep. But no, like, I, I agree, but I just don't understand why the NHL isn't pushing more money towards women's hockey. There's money there. Oh yeah. But uh, not, like, why not, why not push that money that way and then let them become their own general managers and, and pump the girls hockey. Like I would much rather watch women's hockey than women's basketball i've watched i I, i've seen some highlights on basketball where there's 27 misses in a row no baskets (laughs) scored but then you go out on the ice and these girls are zipping it around snapping it around bar down fuck you know women's hockey is way more exciting than women's basketball so why not push the money that way i i don't i don't agree with it and who better to do it than Haley Wickenheiser? Right. She should be the she's she's the Wayne Gretzky of, they, of women's hockey. They should be getting like women like her, Megan Augusta, like all of them, and have them doing this big push for women's hockey. For sure. I mean? But 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 don't you feel that it's getting lost in the NHL? That's great. They're hiring women to to come in as general managers and or assistant general managers and player personnel and and whatever they're doing but i think they're getting lost in the nhl where what what's happening with women's hockey i don't know women's hockey yeah we haven't really heard much since the world championships right like we haven't really heard that much everything's kind of calmed down in the ladies hockey world as right of, as of and late. canada did win but whatever yeah humble brag but uh yeah so we'll have to just keep an eye on it there's also two i didn't catch your name but somebody um, is also now an assistant coach. She'll be on the bench in the AHL. I, I oh, I just saw it. I didn't catch her name, but uh, I probably yeah. won't be able to pronounce it anyways. Yeah, just, so she's fucking. I did. I did see it, but I was just like, oh shit. Uh, so Jessica I Campbell. Yeah, so she's the first one to be on the bench in pro hockey in the AHL. Yeah. So big congrats to her too. So yeah, we'll, it's we'll, awesome. We'll see what happens. I think it's only going to be a matter of time before you see a woman head coach somewhere. It's She's an affiliate for the, 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 the crack, the Kraken. Yeah. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. So Rob free agent frenzy is just around the corner. July 13th is free agent frenzy. So you'll see a whole bunch of unrestricted free agents. So I kind of went out and did a little bit of research and I did uh, a kind of top five, uh, goalies that are going to be free agents and top five skaters that are going to be free agents so we'll start with the goalies first let me know what you kind of think about these the first one on the list is maple leafs former goalie jack campbell he's the first one on the list campbell's 30 years old he went 31 9 and 6 last year 2.64 goals against 9 or 914 save could you see him going anywhere do you think that him and the leafs figure out their contract stuff or do you think he's gone i yeah the Leafs aren't going to pay him what did he, I, what did he want i want to say it was 
like five, four and a half, four and a half, five. Mm-hmm. But I also see him as the most incredible person in the NHL. Like, yeah. you know, and, and, and I think if, if the Leafs offered him like three and a half, he would take it just to stay there because yeah. it, just, just remember they didn't lose out of the playoffs two years in a row in the first round because of him. No, definitely not. He played better than anybody on that team. Oh, and yeah. should he get paid? Yes, he should. But I'm sure that if, if, um, see, I, I don't know, like, can they do like incentives? Like if you get us past the first round, you can get this and it doesn't go against the cap. Yeah. That's all just bonus stuff. So, so then why not just give them for every round you win, I will give you a million dollars. So you give him 3.5, he could end up making what? 3.5. Or, 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 or they'll say like, the first round. Hey, or they'll <laughs> say, Hey, if you get X amount of wins, you get this much. If you get, if your uh, save thing is over this, you get this much and stuff like that. Cause that's how they do it with all the skaters. If you get a certain amount of goals, you get X amount. If you get a certain amount of points, you get X amount, stuff like that. They just load them up. Yeah. On the bonuses like fucking load them up and, and make so, it, make it easy for them. But I'm sure the NHL, uh, um has some kind of policy. owners have to say no 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 no, you can't do that like uh, hey we get your first first 10 wins you get a mm-hmm. million dollars and no but been... like like ty domi he used to get paid like fuck, i don't even remember like say 1.5 but for every round they won he would get another million dollars yeah you know what i mean so why, why not load something up for jack like that like I, I read a thing too that the wings are linked to him because Thomas Grice is on this list too. So I was told that the wings were also linked to Jack, but I'm not sure what the hell's going to happen. Right. We don't know. Um, we know the wings still have Ned too. Right. So it's, I think Ned's going to be staying there. Grice is obviously on this list. Grice is 36 years old. He went 10, 15 and one. Last year for the Wings, he had a 3.66 goals against. He had an 891 save percentage. But just ahead of him on that list is, of course, Marc-Andre Fleury. So Marc-Andre Fleury is 37 years old. He went 28, 23, and 5 last year between uh, Minnesota and Chicago. He had a 2.90 goals against. He had a 908 save percentage as well. But Marc-Andre Fleury, I keep seeing everywhere, is linked to Toronto. How old is he, did you say? He's 37. So do you think you can get a couple good years out of Mark? I think you could. Yes. Well, when, when you looked at uh, Smith and, you know, these guys that are in their 40s, I think Flurry's a much better goalie than, than Smith. Oh, yeah. But, like, if I talk to Jack Campbell and I say, look, at, we're going we're gonna to bring in Flurry and we're going to pay you 3.5, and and flurry flurry's gonna get paid what or is he did you say unrestricted free agent they're, they're unrestricted yes okay so they offer flurry he's already made his money yeah he doesn't you know what I mean? he's, made, he's made his money he's won his cups he's just after another cup and 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 so they tell him like we're gonna split this 50 50 you know like when it comes right down to it how many goalies get hurt when it comes to the playoffs these guys are look at Anderson, for example. He was one of the top two goalies, three goalies in, in an NHL, and then come he gets hurt. 
you know, come playoffs, he gets hurt. Cause you, you've played so many games, like mm-hmm. you're playing 70, uh, 60 games out of an 82 game schedule. Like, yeah, that's crazy, man. It is crazy. Also, so you gotta, you, and I understand. And then, and then you ride the, you know, whoever the hot goalie is going in, I'm going to give you 10 Flurry. games each and who gives me the best showing coming out of the last five each, you know, Flurry played 56 games last year. 56. 56 out of 82. Mm-hmm. How many did Jack Campbell play? Campbell played 40, 46. 46. Oh, man, he was but, hurt, too. And he I, was hurt for a little bit, yeah, too. Yeah, right? so. I, I want to say Toronto used, like, four or five goalies last year, yeah, right? Toronto so, had a goalie carousel last year. But when, you, for, but, for, but when you're loading up on one goalie, that goalie's going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll see. So the other two goalies on the list was Braden Holpe. Holpe's 32. He went uh, 10, 10 and one last year, 2.78 goals against nine thirteen save percentage. I believe he was in Dallas. And then, uh, you know, Huso from, um, from uh, St. Louis there. He, I think is going to be one of the ones that everybody's really going to be looking at. Cause he's only 27 years old. He went 25, seven and six last year, oh, 2.56 2. goals against nine nineteen save percentage. So he has the best numbers of those five goalies. So and he's, he's the youngest be, and he's the youngest almost by half. Was, yeah. So, and he was also linked to the Leafs. So I think between the Leafs is going to be between Mark Andre Fleury and that freaking Huso kid. Well, I, I, think I think whoever's going to take the least amount of money because there's too many guys getting paid. I think that's going to be flower because this Huso kid's going to get paid. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Jack Campbell's going to get paid. He's only 30. Mm-hmm. Right. The thing is though, is the wings still have $34 million in cap space. So they could afford them. Well, they could afford Huso too. Right? That's what I mean. But I don't, I don't know who they're going to go after. Campbell's only three years older and you right. got to figure Ned's like 25. So you know what I mean? So the wings got lots of options in that. And they got another kid coming up out of Sweden. And I know Toronto's got a kid in the, in the minors that but I can't remember who, it, who, what his name is, but yeah, like, and they're grooming them because hmm. they don't want to bring them up too soon. Right. Hmm. So the wings had four goalies on the roster. They're all over six foot tall. Wow. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. Two of them are over six foot two. That's crazy. It's like, are those guys goalies or D man? <laughs> like, you know, well, you when, know. when you, when you go, uh, like Sandine, you go high five his goalie and fucking yeah. he's, he's a foot taller than him. Right. Oh, crazy dude. So we'll flip over to the other side of it. The top five UFAs that are skaters. Guess who number one is. You think Calgary. <laughs> um it's calgary baby it's one one of the two big dogs there yeah uh I, i'm a Lucic? no johnny hockey oh yeah johnny hockey's well a, i heard he has he I, I thought he already went to detroit his his camp has they said the last i read his camp has ghosted the flames so they're not talking yeah at all so that's too johnny, bad johnny hockey's 28 years old last year he put up 40 goals 75 assists 115 points he has a six million dollar cap hit last year. i heard that detroit offered him free ham and cheeses all fucking year yeah plus six mil <laughs> yeah and then we'll give you that too 
So I don't know. So we'll see what happens where he's going to land next. Philip Forsberg was the next one out of, uh, he's out of Nashville. His uh, last year, he had 42 goals, 42 assists, 84 points in 69 games. His cap hit was also $6 million. Guess who number three is? Nazem Kadri. He's 31. He had 28 goals, 59 assists, 87 points in 71 games. His cap hit was 4.5. I think that is going to drastically go up. Even he's going to get paid. Even though he's kind of sure. on the back nine of his career because he's 31 <laughs> years old, but he doesn't seem like his play does not show that at all. He was a, he's one of one of the meanest pricks. And you know um, what? especially for, like he's like a Corey Perry, right? Like a young Corey Perry, a younger to, Corey Perry. For him to do what he did during the playoffs too, to have yeah. surgery on his thumb and only miss three games and come and back then come back, and, score the game winner. And win, and win the cup, that's insane. So he's gonna get paid. Another the four what do you five, think he's gonna make? What do you think his contract's gonna be? Kadri? Yeah. I bet you he gets like a like a four to five year deal, I'm gonna guess. And it's gonna be fuck, I bet you he gets six seven million i'd say six yeah tops it's probably a nice number i'd say sure. between between six and seven and he's made some good money already oh, but fuck still yeah. you know what i mean he's, like, he's made cash he was uh, he was after that cut more than anything so well he was getting paid in london when he was in london so yeah. like, it doesn't even matter yeah he was uh, he was already well he's made, off. he's made bank four and five two pittsburgh penguins and if this is true they're in trouble chris Latang is one played D's 35. He had 10 goals, 58 assists, 68 points in 78 games. His cap hit was $6 million. And the other one is Malkin. Malkin's 35. Last year, he had 20 goals, 22 assists, 42 points in 41 games. His cap hit was $9.5 million. Malkin is not going to make nine and a half. I don't think he's going to make nine and a half now. Um, hold on. Cause your sound went out. Did you, did you say Latang made six? Latang made six. Malkin made nine and a half. So now you said Latang is 35. Latang is 35. Yes. Both of them right. are 35 years old. Now, can you see Latang signing for like a five-year deal at eight? I could see it being a shorter deal for both of these guys, considering they're both 35 years old. Right. So I don't, cause I heard that, that Latin or uh, Malkin was going to take a pay cut just like Crosby did mm -hmm. to keep Malkin and Malkin was going to take a pay cut to give that to Latang. Mm -hmm. I don't know. To, what to keep that do. group together. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause this could be their last shot at it. Right. And what is, doesn't Crosby, because there was a whole bunch of talk last year about Crosby going to Colorado. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know about that, but I don't, I can't see Crosby going anywhere. But the one of the teams that's heavily interested in Malkin is the Carolina Hurricanes. But they're not going to pay him nine and a half million dollars. No, but if they do, maybe they'll bring him in on a one-year deal, two-year deal or something, and give him like six or seven, depending on how much he's, he'll be in the lineup right because i know he had a bunch of injury shit last year he missed half the year last year so, yeah but i i still see him wanting to stay as a penguin 
I see. You, I still see Latang because those guys grew up Penguins, right? So, like, I, I I don't see them leaving. I see Malkin taking a pay cut and Latang staying for another extra million dollars. I don't know, like seven million dollars. Like, I give them three year deals. I don't know. Yeah, I'd give them maybe two to three year deals and see kind of what happens from there. But um, kind of shitty news. Brian Marchment passed away suddenly today at the age of 53. He was his current, he was currently a scout in San Jose. He played 17 years in the league. He played 926 games, 40 goals, 142 assists, 182 points over his career. He was a great defenseman. Great how many defenseman. penalty minutes? I don't know. I didn't look that up. I just holy did, shit, because he was a mean motherfucker. Yeah, I'll was. tell you that right yeah, now. Yeah, he was part of my but, French. So, yeah, so that sucks for San Jose considering everything's kind of going upward now with Mike Greer and everything. So everything's going to get a little dark there for a little bit. So Yeah, he was a dirty prick too. So that sucks. He had um, some of the best fights I, I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, tough motherfucker. Yeah. Um, before we go to our interview, Ryan McDonough traded to Nashville. So I was kind of explaining to you off air, but now I'm going to kind of kill. Ryan did not want to leave the Lightning. Okay, so he was asked because Nashville wanted him. So he would he was asked by the team if he would waive his no trade clause. He has a no trade. He didn't want to waive it. He wanted to stay. So what the Lightning did is they said, okay, well, we're going to waive you. And they already had commitment from Columbus that they would pick him up off of waivers. So the, in the end, the choice he was given was you either waive your no trade and you go, you get traded to Nashville or we waive you and you go to Columbus. That was what they did to him. To that's me, that's dirty. Man. To me, that's fucking dirty. Dirty. And then, then why have no trade? Like when they can waive you, like that's so fucked up. That, that's what that's I mean. terrible. To me, this is where the players association needs to fucking st- hop in there and say, what is going on here? Because that like, there's, there's gotta be some sort of clause against that. Like if a guy, Listen, I, I, I think, I think that trade. players association is a crock of shit only right. due to the fact that you got Arizona playing in a fucking high school rink. I know it's stupid. You know what I mean? And, and now shit like this gets to happen. Like where's your union on this? Apparently Arizona though, speaking of that, they're working on a deal to go to Tempe. So I was told that's where their new place is going to be. But Gary Bettman wants a 30-year deal out of the city, though. So that's the latest with that. So we'll keep an eye on that. But if you ask me, when it comes to this Ryan McDonough situation, considering everything that he did for the team the past three years, three straight trips to the finals, two Stanley Cups, and he was a huge part of it. Yes, 100%. To do him dirty, I think they did him dirty, to be honest with you. That's, That's greasy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's that's where the union should step in and say, okay, okay well, if you're not going to do this, I have a no trade clause. It should be a no waiver clause too. Yeah, so, yeah, but the team, that's the, the thing. That's the kind of loophole, right? Is they could be like, yeah. well, we could yeah. just waive you and then we have that team over there that's ready, they're looking. Yeah, but you don't, you don't think that there, there was like – I really think that the, the, the PA should look into this because it was already set up like that. 
well, if you don't go here, we're going to waive you. And, and we already know who's going to pick you up. You don't think they were in talks about this? Like a hundred percent. They like were it's otherwise, a crack of they, shit. otherwise they wouldn't have known that that's, right. that's the team that was waiting. Right. Trust me. Columbus would have been licking their chops to pull him off of waivers for sure. But could you imagine why wouldn't you want to go to Nashville either? But yeah, I get yes. it. You're, you're, you're with your, your boys. You, you've been there. You, you did the grind through all the playoffs and all the, you know, all the hard work, especially when point wasn't in there and he he's pulling the fucking load. And you know what I mean? Like stammer wasn't in there. He's pulling the load. There was a lot of shit put on his shoulders and oh, yeah. then you dump on his chest. Like not good. That's so, embarrassing. You should be ashamed of yourself, Tampa Bay. So we'll keep an eye on that. That just shows you they just, it's on. I was going to say, what the fuck is this, Vegas? Right. <laughs> like, or Florida, yeah. fucking drug yeah. land. Yeah, we'll uh, keep an eye on that. So in the meantime, I think we should flop it over to our interview here. Absolute beauty on this. We got great interview. We, we were laughing the whole time. It yeah. was good. We were messing around with them. We have Eric LaRue from the Lakeshore Habs there, Smaltz Cup champion. So we'll uh, flip it over to him. So everybody enjoy, and we'll talk to you guys after the interview. Mr. LaRue. Roll it. No time. Woo! 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 Well, this next cat with us, bringing on one of the boys from the Lakeshore Habs. This cat had 39 points in 30 games in the regular season. Also tallied 18 points in 24 playoff games. One of those, GWG. This man, so they also won the West over our Essex 73s, Robs. Let's welcome to the show, Smaltz Cup champion. How's that sound, Mr. Eric LaRue? What's up, buddy? What's happening? Thank you. How does that sound? Smaltz Cup champion. It feels weird to be honest. No one's really ever said that. (laughs) that I've said it myself, but I've never heard someone else say it like that. Feels good, eh? Oh, can't beat it. So first off, man, congrats. How's everything been since then? It's been weird, man. I miss the boys. It's definitely weird playing hockey four days a week, five days a week, and seeing those dummies every day and Shooting, shooting the shit and, and mm. pulling pranks and i don't know it's weird but the first month off was weird and then now it's summertime so mm-hmm. can't do that did you have uh the ticker tape parade and party and all that shit uh we're in the sun splash parade it's july 14th i think oh they didn't have one when you came back well we came back at like i want to say midnight 1 a.m 2 a.m and then we went to uh to the bar and bell over there Fuck yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know how that goes <laughs> oh i know how that goes man hey wow. what, not all of you could have went yeah uh, no everyone went but there were some wristbands i see oh that's no fun wristbands wristbands no. hey was that your your like final year or do you still have one more i'm done that was my last last oh, year fuck what yeah. a way to go out so I was one of the four overages on that team. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So they got some replacing to do now, eh? Um, not like other than us four, I think they have a good chunk of the team coming back. Like I know I listened to the Essex podcast there and they said they had a bunch of boys coming back, but I think we're right around the same page. Rob's lights are going out over there. Fucking light, man. It's either that or I'm stroking out here. 
Hey, that had to have been sweet, though, to be on the same team with, like, playing with your bro, right? Yeah, you uh, you can't – you hit the nail on the head there. Like, you can't be playing with a sibling or even if it's a cousin or brother. I mean, it, it was unbelievable. Like, growing up, shooting pucks in our basement and mm-hmm. just talking to each other, watching each other play. And, yeah, it, it was it was unbeatable. I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Oh, yeah, man, that's beauty. That's awesome. So, so how did you get started in hockey? Started out like everyone skating three or two or whenever it was, and then started playing house league. Um, played until, so the, the first year of travel I never made. And then the following year, or even like there was select seven and novice. I both missed out on those. And then I made the Adam minor team and, Played double A my whole life. All in Bell River, or did you go like uh, to uh, Sun County? Hell no! I, I I knew I was never really that good growing up, so why <laughs> waste all my parents' money on tryouts? And even if I did make the team, I would be the tenth forward, ninth forward. So I was never really that good growing up, to be honest. I mean, um, I was always like a second liner, third liner in double A. Maybe, and then towards the end, I, I started getting better, obviously. But mm-hmm. I just I just love playing double A with all my friends. I went to school with a bunch of them. That's awesome that you got to grow up. How, how many how many were on the team that you like grew up, you know, your life playing hockey with there in Bell River? I want to say there was a good six to seven guys that were like always or pretty close to always on the double A team. Six to seven of us were always on that team. And grew up with them all mm-hmm. nice that, that's sick when you play like when you're young and you guys go all the way up all through freaking travel everything up in the junior like you know what i mean it's cool though it's nice to have guys like that in your life man oh yeah 100 <laughs> percent. rob what the fuck is going on over there it's fucking late man <laughs> it's because it knows you got a face for radio eh? that's fucking that's it <laughs> that's funny. Name, i got another ball Hey, so how old were you when you first went out with the Habs? Lakeshore? Yeah. Um, I was a late bloomer. I didn't hit puberty till I was 16, 17. <laughs> so explains a lot. But um, I started out there when I was 18. Oh, wow. Eh? Yeah. yeah. You, so, so you only got a few like years at it. I had my first rookie year the whole year in playoffs mm-hmm. and my second year whole regular season and then playoffs got cut short yeah, stupid because of COVID mm-hmm. and then missed a year with COVID and then my last year is this past year. Mm-hmm. And still waiting to hit puberty. I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> it is true. He's a grown man in the boy's body. <laughs> Um, hold on a second here my kids so now while you were playing in uh bell river with all these uh teams and your buddies and all that stuff uh who who ended up being your uh most uh inspirational coach gotta watch what i say here (laughs) why you're done yeah you're done (laughs) um what are they going to do? Cut you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll probably say my last one, like when we won, 
his name is Paul Hers. He still coaches, I think, the midget double-A team still. We won OMHAs that year, and it, it wasn't really, like, we, ha- we always had good teams in Bell River, but we always had coaches that would, like, push us or yell at us, and, and Paul came in, and he's just like, like, I don't really care if you guys win or lose. Like, this is your guys' year. Like, you guys can make however, like, however, like, you guys can make it out however you want it to be, and Mm-hmm. And, and we kind of took that and went flying with it and and I think all the boys just got together and we were all good hockey players so it was sweet but um yeah he was he was he wasn't like a systems coach he was more like uh like if, if you have a bad shift like go out there and and make something better out of it or or like he he was never yelling at you he was never pointing things out bad or if he was pointing things out bad he was just he just asked you to do better next time and right. I think that went a long way because we were 18 and or 17 and 16 or 18 and 17 and he knows us like we're a bunch of a little dweebs out <laughs> one thing out one year and it's out the next so yeah he realized that and and he took he he, he did it perfectly but he'd pump your tires when you did something good right I mean, yeah and no, like same with the bad too. Like he would tell you something if it was on his mind or if he wanted to tell you, it was usually like a, a little joke or something after the play or I don't know. It, it, it was amazing. It, it was definitely way different than what I had in junior C, but it was probably one of the best double A coaches I've ever had. Never ask if you had tape on your skates, Blades? I've never had that done to me, but I've done it to people. <laughs> Who did you do it to? Like recently? It was yeah, oh yeah, it was this past year. You got it. You you have to. I show up to the like I live four or five minutes to the rink, so I'll show up early, like in like two seconds, and uh, any one of the rookies that messed with me the day before or something, right on their skates. Or uh, the classic one is uh, a water bottle under their helmet, so that their helmet, their cage is facing the wall, so you put like a an open water bottle under it, so when they grab their helmet. The water ball just goes right down on their feet, soaks them. <laughs> That's <laughs> dirty pool. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know the checks. <laughs> so you're, one, the, you're the big prankster on the team. Oh yeah. Another good one is if you know if someone comes to the rink early, you grab the scissors. I, I probably shouldn't say this one because we have really good equipment managers, but uh, you're done. You, you take the scissors and you and you cut the last lace to like a thread. And they won't really notice it until like they do up their skates and snap five, five <laughs> minutes before we're on the ice. <laughs> nah, whatever, not, you know, that's not too bad. It's just funny. Oh, yeah. Now, do the trainers uh, relace the boot or does the guy relace the boot? The guy, especially yeah. in practice. If it was like a game or something and it was tight, then yeah, the trainer. But yeah, mm. we're, we're young men. Like we could do it. Yeah. And they know that. Like, I'd, I'd be so day. pissed. <laughs> oh yeah, I've only done that one once or twice. We used to do the tape on the blade, and oh, oh man, that is funny as hell watching. And do you, do you, did you see uh, Rideout's interview? No, uh, no Matt. No. no. So they did it to Matt. I can't remember if he said it was when he tried out for Bell River or Essex, but they did it to him. He he face planted right off stepping on the ice right then figured it out took the tape off the blade and went and challenged his own bench <laughs> like fucking let's go anybody everybody right now 
They told him to go to the dressing room. He was cut. He was done. And then I, I want to say it, it was in Bell River, and then he ended up in Essex. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That's yeah. a good way to end up there. Yeah, but if there's yeah, any guy he, you do it, it to, the freaking lunatic. Don't, oh. don't, don't do it to the scrapper. You, do oh, it to, you know, you have to do it to the goal scorer or something. <laughs> His arms are as big as you ha- as your head. No, you don't do that to him. Hey, you guys, last year, you guys won. Wasn't it like twenty games straight or something? I think it was, I, I think it was 20, I think 20 or 22 or something, but how did your coach keep everybody so level headed to where like, boys, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's just keep doing what we do. So what was he like in the room for you guys? I mean, Q was great. I think every like power play sports interview or any interview in, in the magazines or the newspaper, like that, like one of the reporters would ask him and he he would just say how it was and you just take each game like one game at a time like you're not looking at game 32 at the end of the year like you're looking at game 22 mm-hmm. the game you're playing mm-hmm. so we, we always wanted to win and we had we had a, a really good team and our division i want to say wasn't the best this year like the top three would give each other a really good run every night but anything kind of below that you just outskill them type of thing mm-hmm. Well, didn't didn't Amherstburg give you a pretty good go there in, in uh, the playoffs? Um, Wheatley. Oh, Wheatley. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah they were probably the like, the hardest team to play against, physicality wise. I would say like that, like they would run you. Like if yeah. you had the puck, they're running you every time. And I think like our first after our first series, you play Wallsburg and you score five goals in the first period. And, like, like you're just passing the puck away before you get hit every time, and no one would hit you type of yeah. thing just get rid of it deep. before you get crushed yeah like especially in the first round like that's the biggest thing in playoffs and what i kind of told the guys was like you don't need to be blocking shots in the first round especially if you're the the one seed i hate to say it but mm-hmm. um it's the truth but you want to stay as, as healthy as you can as long as you can and then i think some of that kind of went into the second round and then they dummied us i think the, the last two games when we should have closed out yeah, I know it was a dogfight there for a bit. Yeah, they had us on their heels. They had a good tendy. They had some good defense, and they had some some kids that could score. So worked out. They rolled two lines too, and a bunch of guys. So two lines. So so so, how much of a grind is it going through like those playoffs? Like you know, like you said, you you try to cakewalk the first one because one seed's playing the last seed, so you know that you're you're supposed to win that but then, you know, you got to buckle down, like, like injury wise, you know, like, is it, you know, like you hear about the NHL playoffs and it comes to the Stanley cup and then, then they list off all the injuries going through the playoffs and you're like, Holy shit. I don't think we had any broken bones, but we had some guys that got pretty messed up out there. Like even me, I took a couple pucks to the inside the knee. I couldn't move it. I got knee on need one time too. Like brutal. Um, but with our team, like we had 14 forwards and seven, eight defensemen and three goalies. So if you were hurt or something in the first couple of rounds, you could easily just take a night off and rest and save some bruises for the next game. A lot of times those you guys don't want to take that night off, right? Cause somebody comes in and then ends up potting two or three and they're like, Oh, maybe, uh, 
Well, I, I took a night off in Wheatley. I got knee on knee like brutally and uh, like I couldn't even walk. And uh, it was just like a bruise. It was a bone bruise or something like that. And it was a back to back and I couldn't even walk. And uh, it was the worst game to watch ever. Like not worst game to watch, but it is so hard watching from the stands. Yeah, so yeah. hard watching from the stands, especially junior C hockey. Like, well, I love it. I crush beers and watch hockey. It's awesome. Yeah, we stand up and right in the corner by the bar. <laughs> Too bad we didn't have one. Yeah, yeah how come? That we I I was all over Coach Q about it. Like, you guys oh. want you got to make money. You know, like yeah, that's a good way to do it. No fifty-fifty. Um, no, no, nothing. It's all. It was all about licenses or something, and then COVID messed it up. Something about not renewing it or. It was like a three-year deal type of thing, and then COVID screwed it up, or I don't know. I don't that's know. a lot, lot. That's a lot of money wasted. Like you know, like um, all that money could be going for the team, and you know what I mean. Yes and no. I mean, like we're well off without it to begin with. So yeah, I mean we're fortunate, and here in Lakeshore, some good owners, and and whatever we needed, we got, and we did. So mm-hmm. work nice. it out. Yeah, you guys, that series with freaking uh, with like Essex here was just back and forth. Like it was so fun to watch. The goalies too were both both of them were unbelievable. Was that you who got the winner in the last game? That was my brother. Yeah, okay. I don't score. I don't score too much. Okay, because that was off of Chittle, right? Yeah, I think it was so. off of Chittle. I felt so bad for him. I did too. Well, wasn't that the the goalie threw the puck out there and? So no, the goalie uh, went. I forget. The goalie went, went behind the net to play the puck, and then it like jumped over his stick. It was like it was on its side or something, I think, and it jumped over his stick. And then Trevor kind of caught him off guard and threw it out front for someone, and it went right off his boot. Yeah, yeah. Because like, oh, he's a shitty, shitty buddy. way for the goalie, but great way for you guys. You know, like I mean, Nolsey was on the ice there. Chitty was on the ice there and Tom's you were on the ice there. And, and that was like their last shift ever. Yeah. And I felt so bad. I went right up to Tom's right after. And I was just like, if it was going to end for us, I wish it would have been better, but what can you do? Mm-hmm. Right. But you, you obviously stayed good friends with Smitty and, and uh, Chittle, right? Oh yeah. Real good friends. That's gotta be tough for them to, to leave, you know, in hindsight, they could have stayed and won the Schmaltz cup, but there's a lot of heritage with the Chittles in Essex and, you know, like, uh, you know, I'm sure that's where he wanted to end the career. So, I mean, it's kind of a plus and a minus, right? I mean, the team we would have had the year before or like the whole year that COVID took off, like the whole year, we, we would have had the same team we had plus Tyson and Smitty. Right, and Tomsey. That was the the big talk about the uh, was it Moortown that was supposed to be the big series that you guys were. So we were in the finals. We beat out Essex in the semis that year, and then we were just about to play. Like we were just getting the schedule for Moortown, and it was either like there was there was talks around the league. Like there's certain um, like league members that go out to all the games. And it was either whoever won that series was going to win the Schmaltz. Right. Well, on like all talk and on paper, but. 
Yep. Yes. No, because everybody said they were the two best teams in, in junior C, right? Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, that would have been a bloodbath, but I guess we'll never know. Yeah, think, it's too bad that didn't get to happen. I think that was actually Lakeshore's first one since 1995, if I'm correct. I think it's the fifth one in team history now. Um, fifth one in team history. We're yeah, creeping man. up on Essex now with the franchise totals. Yeah, and I think it's the first one since since 95 is what I read on the site yeah. there. Yeah, and then in 95 when they won, they beat Bowmanville. So Bell River beat Bowmanville. Mm-hmm. And then both teams changed names. We were Lakeshore, and then Bowmanville went to Clarington, and then we beat Clarington in the finals. Oh, that's crazy. Why, why did, why did uh, Bell River change names to Lakeshore? New arena and, oh. and new ownership, I think. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I've always known it as the Bell River Canadians, and it was one of the biggest rivalries when it came to Essex and Bell River, right? Oh, I was at the old barn every Friday night watching the Canadians, Bell River Canadians, in my little Tykes jersey trying to watch them but yeah i remember those days yeah so how many ball river boys did you have on the team this year that's a great question and i'm gonna say at least 75 percent. that's awesome like it's what you got to do if you want to bring out the locals you've got you got to have that kind of uh you know uh commitment from from the area i'd say bell river and tecumseh put together like 75%, 80%. Yeah. And we had, we had a, like six or seven Windsor guys and one American. So it's nice to finally see all these, all these squads doing that, eh? using all the hometown boys now. And like, and it helps with everything, man. Oh, 100%. Like, well, because you love bumping into the boys, you know, like at the grocery store, at the, yeah. the Legion, you know, wherever, <laughs> and talking about the game and, you yeah. know, crushing a couple beers with them. And next thing I know, I'm getting, numbers from dudes and bars and <laughs> on the podcast exactly <laughs> well that and they pack the barn like like i know all the be- like all of our friends that were on our team that were from bell river like all of our friends put together would all hang out right like like even if it was four year difference like they all showed up to the game and they all knew each other type of thing yeah well at least at long, least one guy know. from bell river would would bring in like six six of his boys you know what i mean every game yeah. So, oh, exactly. Or like you said, the comps combined, whatever. Like, and, and there you go. You, now your arena is packed. And then you still got mom, dad, grandma, yeah, aunt, parents, uncles, aunts. Yeah. Uh, like, you it's the way. Place. It's a way to do it. We had some. We had some crazy attendances. That's for sure. Yeah, I you guys did. I've never played that much. Well, crazy. you, 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 and uh, Essex have no problem filling the barns. Yeah, they so. were. Well, they were well over a thousand, both of them. Yeah, I think they're closer to 15, 16. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's That's got to be nerve-wracking for you, you know, well, skating out, and it's like packed house, and it's like, whoa. Well, I remember – I forget what game it was when they started televising it. Um, I went home, and I, and I saw how many people watched it live online on YouTube, I think. And it was like there's 2,000 people watching it online and then 1,500 there. So yeah. you do the math, and like, holy – I played in front of 3,500 people today. Like what? And, and I played like shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were hoping you did anyway. So yeah, didn't quite end it. 
but yeah, that's what I did. I, I watched the games uh, on, on TV when you guys played in Bell River because there was no beer and there's no 50-50, so I'm not going out there. Out of beer, out of here. Right? You can only drink so many in a parking lot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> miss, miss every miss every first five minutes of every beer. <laughs> and it's a hassle to get back in. You know, I feel that. For sure. I got better shit to do. I want to stay in there and watch it and let's go. Hey, someone said too that I think Weston's winner, they said, was like highlight reel. And it was like super early. And it was like, what, 51 seconds into the overtime? Uh, yeah. It was quick. 100%. I think er- we went into overtime so many times. And it was either <laughs> the first overtime or the second overtime where we would finish it in the first minute. Mm-hmm. It was, it was crazy. But yeah, 51 seconds in. Weston just took it, took it by the balls and wanted it. Like, That's like, awesome. what did he do? Like, can you I can, I don't run, us, run us like through the goal? I can show you. <laughs> it's on a, hold on. It takes a second. I, I think I've seen it. Yeah, it was, it was one of his, I've never seen him skate that fast. Because I he guess. was like, let's go party boys. The game's yeah. over, man. We're champs. Let's go. I don't know if you can there see it. There you go, everybody. Yeah, it's perfect. Here you go. A little highlight reel here for, Oh yeah. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> oh yeah. Here comes all the boys throwing the minutes. Oh yeah, the party's <laughs> on. <laughs> like this Sally. What a move, yeah. Oh, yeah. So- Watch the goalie here. I think this is the best part of the video. Oh, it just happened. <laughs> and he can't even break his stick. <laughs> no. Oh, that's hilarious. I don't know why he was mad. That was a beautiful goal. Yeah, what do you oh, oh he lost? He got burnt wide. He lost the cup. Oh, it was brutal. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was fun. You guys are probably like, oh, yes, finally. Eh? Everybody's pouring off. Now, were you on the ice or were you on the bench? I was on the bench, yeah. Oh. I was up next. So oh. I was I was shaking. <laughs> shaking in the boots. So I was talking to uh, Bryce. Scarlet? Yeah. Yeah. And he, I said, give me some dirt on the boy. <laughs> and he's like he's like no he goes because i i don't want him talking shit about me right so he's a good guy like uh, he, that. what's that he's a good guy like that he doesn't, yeah, yeah he's, he's awesome no he's an awesome guy we've been back and forth trying to get him on and so anyways he says what he said just ask him about his celly when he scored he said i think it was a hat trick against blenheim oh my god like you had a hattie against blenheim yeah i think our, the, we were 19 18 and all that game and for some reason, like the boys weren't feeling it. Like it was just one of those games where everyone was just out there in a lull. And um, I, I had two and then I scored one on the empty netter to seal it. And uh, <laughs> I, I told like my parents stand up above the away goalie. So I told them to throw their hats on. My, my dad grabbed my mom's toque, threw it on the ice. I grabbed it. And then as I'm skiing by the bench, I put it on my helmet. <laughs> Stress the shit out of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll get you a new one. Did you know it was your mom's? Oh, yeah. I saw my dad just snag it right off and <laughs> threw it right over. He keeps his own hat on. His own <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's priceless. Uh, that's so awesome. That is fucking exactly. funny, though. So now... Uh, you guys, you guys get to go to the Schmaltz Cup. What, what, what's that experience like? You know, like it, it it's kind of shitty that it's it was it was like the Memorial Cup kind of style tournament. You know, like 
Um, or, or did you like it better? I personally liked it better. Okay. And, and it's kind of weird saying that, but if you were to play one, two, three, four series and then play two more, and you're, we're talking like we're not going to Essex for a series. We're going to Clarington on a Thursday night for an away game. Right. And you're playing the best of seven. Like, it, it just made no sense. So I think the tournament style would have been way better, less injuries. And you have the full teams there. Like, you're not going to lose one of your best players to an injury in the fifth round. Like, and then you go to the finals and you're missing your best player. So I think every team there had – their best players in the lineup which is good it made it way more competitive and um the round robin like it, you can't take it lightly either so um yeah i liked it way better Le- like less playing less less stress on your body less travel less travel but well, there's there's how many teams there right four four, four teams? Yeah. yeah yeah okay thought so, so. And so now like it, so would that would that be from all all Four, there's four divisions yeah so there's the west the south we were the south the east and the north okay and then yeah yeah what's weird too is you don't really see those other squads right like you only see teams in the west all, all year right and then we all of a sudden you see all these teams so was there any team up there that really kind of was the team to watch besides like you guys or was there a team that you were kind of eyeballing like hey we're watching you guys it's it's weird to compare like divisions and stuff because I, like each division plays their own brand of hockey. Like like down here, it's it's defense. Out, I, I want to say, um, so we're the what or we're the West. Um, one of the teams was highly skilled, like like four like four check, uh, scoring goals and everything. And then the team that we played in the finals, Clarington, was just like us, and then. Grimsby team was just a weird team. Like they had a weird setup that had one goalie carry them the whole way. But um, yeah, it was, it was fun playing all, like you play all four teams in the round Robin. So like, like the round Robin doesn't really mean anything, but it really does because you want to finish first and get home ice and play the fourth seed and play the worst team out of the four. But um, it was fun playing all those teams. Like, like it was crazy. Like you get to see different players uh-huh. and, and you're looking at like, you look at like who's leading the whole junior C in Ontario. And then you like see this kid's name and then you play against them. And you're like, well, this kid, it really isn't that good. So I wonder who he's <laughs> playing against and like what kind of goalie he's shooting on. But yeah, mm. it was fun. Yeah. And then you run them. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> play, playing a bunch of scrubs. <laughs> First thing we did was look up each team, click the stat line and see the top three guys and just write their numbers down on the inside of your palm and just, Every time you saw him on the ice with the puck, you ran him. Oh yeah, <laughs> got it. It was it was like that that hit towel that what's his name used to wear from Green Bay. He, he he'd write a number on who he's taken out and just pile drive him. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, did you get thrown out of a game in the playoffs? Because I noticed you had twenty five minutes in penalty. I had a fight. Yeah, I had oh, a fight. Okay. Had a Where fight. at? Uh, Wheatley. Oh, okay. Yeah, they started running around too much. So I was like, all right, let's do it. Who would you say is the dirtiest player in your uh division? <laughs> He's like, come on, man. Come on. I, I don't know if I could say it to be honest. What? I, 
I don't know. There's, I mean, nobody's going to run you anymore until you get to the beer league. I mean, like I consider myself a dirt, like depends what you consider dirty. Like I consider myself dirty, like, like slashes on the top of the laces, slashes in the, on the wrist, slashes on the Well, that's what I mean. Like who's the biggest prick you play against? Like, like you hate being on the ice when he's on the ice. Yeah. Just hard to find. You guys are probably, you guys are going to die laughing, but it's shirky. Like, (laughs) no, I wasn't. I knew it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like he plays just like me. Like it's hate the game, not the player. Like, right. Right. I, we, so, I love the guy. He's one of my yeah. favorite players on Essex by far. Oh, he, that kid's going to be something good one day. I, 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 I've been talking on the podcast and I said, he's going to end up being the captain of that team. Yeah. Shirky still has what? Two, three years left. Yeah. He's, he's 17. Three. Yeah. So three, four. four. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But that, if he that, could, that like, was but, only the first year of Shirky. <laughs> yeah. Like he, he get back. So he's up. only going to get better. Oh yeah. Oh, and he could back up his shit. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, he played just like me, like, like in your face, yapping at you. Like I loved it. But I like, it. like, how tall are you? I'm six. Okay, six, and but he's like what five seven, five six, yeah. like in there. Oh, I don't yeah. think he's getting much taller. No. But he don't care who who oh, or how no, big, that's thing. right? Uh, and it's just amazing, like watching him run around. You're just like, oh man. Oh, I just and he that. don't care. He'll he'll start running around the ice and shit too. He doesn't care. Oh, like even if he if he goes to throw a hit and falls or something or gets reverse hit, like he'll get right back up and give you yeah. one right to the side and skate away. Yep. With his <laughs> Stick you in the ribs, let him know you're yeah. there. Oh, I loved it. I loved That's it. Funny. Yeah, funny. Yeah, we went nose to nose a couple times. He's but. a great. He's a great kid too. Like, oh. uh, he him on. The game. Like he can play the game. Like, yeah, like, he knows he can shoot a puck. He he scores. He he assists. He, like, he gets everything. Hits. Yeah, he's got he's got all all three of the. Uh, what do you call them uh skills you know what i mean like yeah if you had a team full of them you, there's, you're unstoppable well what i like he is probably like what you want for a junior c hockey player mm-hmm. yeah like he's what you described like, right like, that's what he is like all three tools right yeah mm-hmm. everything so so what about now what have you like now that like hockey's over everything's mellowing out you what are you up to now? Golfing? Golfing a lot, a shit ton. Um, working. Uh, I golf at Rochester, just about over here. Okay, I think I played there a little while ago. I go Bellevue. I go everywhere. I went Ambo the other day, Ambassador, um, Seven Lakes, wherever. What about you, Rob? Have you been out yet? Oh, I've been out a bunch, but then I started playing softball again. Fuck. <laughs> Fucked up my golf game. Oh yeah! Now I'm now now I'm hitting line drives again, dude. It's so expensive with the price of gas now and everything. Like you know, it's what seventy bucks a pop, sixty-five bucks a pop. Gotta get a simulator, man. I'm seventy bucks a pop, and then you buy two beers there, a hot dog, and you're walking out of there without. You're a hundred bucks deep. Yeah, I I pay a hundred bucks for softball. I get to play for the you know what I mean three months and bring your. And I bring my own beer. But well, I bring my own beer on the course anyway. Oh, but, I, <laughs> but I'll always get the cart girl over there. <laughs> yeah, I always oh, like, do a shot. Hey, let's do a shot. Hey, you all? Yeah. No, you know, chat her up. How you yeah, doing? I've been I've been playing a bunch too, but like it's now I'm at the point where I'm kind of winding down on the ball because I'm like, eh, but now I'm having fun playing golf. Yeah, but I only play once a week for ball, so that, that's all I'm gonna do after this. You know what I mean, year, and I play in a fun league there out in McGregor. It's a it's yeah. a, a draft league, so 
it, everybody it's equal all the way around like oh, we've, yeah. we've won games by one run we've lost games by one run nobody nobody's walking away with it it's not like that uh that other league we played in where they stacked all the teams and, oh it was crazy wow. you, guys you, go get, you go get ass humped in the first inning 15 nothing and you're yeah. like fuck this let's go <laughs> so, to a bar did i rob that's hey, that's when you do this so oh, we're playing one game for two <laughs> just get it over with in five minutes. no it would be like hey we're playing the brothers this weekend you want me to cancel yeah cancel it yeah you guys can have both yeah don't no. care yeah we we had this team in our league and they were like all a ball and they would just hit the ball you just stand there in the outfield and just like watch balls fly over you like fuck this yeah they're out of home runs in the first inning mashing so <laughs> who wants to do that Hey, so, yeah, what, so so what's the plan now? What are you what are you gonna do for the rest um, of the Is there any coaching coming up? What like what do you I'm think? Gonna you're gonna to, I'm plan? gonna try to. I'm gonna try to. hundred percent. I want to coach. At One million percent chance. I want to coach. I want to get back for sure. But it's more just being around the rink all the time and seeing guys that you know and guys yeah. that you grew up with and previous coaches and parents and. Have everything. you maybe talked to Iaquina a bit and you know like? I don't want to screw up his jam. He's got some good jam going over there with with his coaching staff. So yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Or you just say, oh. hey, if anything ever comes up, keep me in mind. And then you just kind uh, yeah. of throw that out there, right? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. What about like minor hockey? Oh, that's you... what I meant. Like I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, to go hockey. in there and coach in minor hockey. Oh, hundred percent. I'd get in easily. But yeah, but you don't want the juveniles because they're all assholes, you know. I, I do you, like, you don't want the 15s because you know they you can't they can't be told. You know what you need? You need a girls team. They're sponges, they listen, and you could create a wagon, bro. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I could do that. Oh yeah, you could do that. So many, so many guys coach girls teams that like I said, they don't fuck around in line. They they they're listening. They're they're it's incredible to watch. Yeah, the guys oh, are you, sticking you each take, other. You take body a fifteen-year-old team and you take a fifteen-year-old team of girls, and these idiots are getting thrown off the ice. Go to the dressing room, take off your skates. You're done, you know. And the girls are just like, what, "What's next, coach?" What's next? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Robot. it's incredible. Mm-hmm. When the fifteen-year-olds or boys are coming in and telling you what lines you're gonna run, this is the way we want it. Because ah. you can't, you can't stuff them in a can. No. Hey, how many times, because you, you all, I'm, I'm like, I ain't going to say that you played on the edge, but you played your style of game, okay? Did you ever just get heckled by the fans? Oh, yeah. I mean, you Essex Fox are fuck. <laughs> like, Why? Come on, fill us in. Oh, buddy. Like, the things I would hear from the stands, the things I'd get on social media, like, oh, it was crazy. What like, did you hear out of the stands? Like fuck you, Larue, or like you're a pussy, or whatever. Like, <laughs> like everything and everything, and oh, I mean, even in Lakeshore, you'd hear it too. Like, like it was fifty-fifty, like Essex mm. and Lakeshore fans. So you'd hear everything, but I can't like even like sticking me the finger like when I'm lining <laughs> up behind the glass or something, or like, oh, uh, I don't know. Like hey. North, in North Middlesex, I got a funny story. Like they had a barn. That was like the size of Moore Town, mm-hmm. and um, they uh, like I don't you remember the old Essex barn where you could like like behind the bench you could almost like reach over and like almost touch like the head coach in the head and, yeah. and it was just like that. 
and uh me and my brother had like this little ritual where like we were like the last guys on the ice and like we'd get off and I'd get off and then Trevor like my brother would get off and uh we're shooting around and these kids got like megaphones in this tiny ass Essex barn and uh we got this megaphone and we're like the last guys on and their players are already picking up the pucks and stuff waiting for us to get off and on the megaphone like they'd say the stupidest things like get off the ice like you guys suck you guys are already gonna lose this game like and like they'd say things about like my mom and stuff oh like, yeah that's fucked ah, that's oh sad. and my parents are sitting like one road beside them and it's just like hey hey larue's your mom is ugly as shit or like <laughs> your mom has the biggest twat ever oh, like, just, just stupid I, shit I, oh, like, there's no filter there just overboard you, you, oh. you're, you're pushing the you're pushing the boundaries now because that's when that's when dad comes down and shoves the megaphone down your fucking throat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, you was, guys went fun. to one of the Windsor games, didn't you? You were in the box. Oh yeah. Did one of you guys get chirped there? During like when it got a little quiet. I don't know. Okay. Don't all know. one of my buddies said he was yelling at it. He's like, all he did was smile and wave. So it was either you or your brother. My my brother's a little shit too. So okay, it, so it was probably him. Oh, yeah, probably yeah. Him. Well, what yeah. did he say? <laughs> what what was it again? You said Rob. It was what did he say? Boo hoo, Larue. La he said. Oh, oh, I saw yeah. that on Facebook. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> so I was. Well, <laughs> oh, no, I my, saw that on my Facebook. Buddy told me I was crying, laughing. He's like, all he did was smile and wave. He's like, he didn't give a fuck. I'm like, no, oh. they don't care. They're they're all hockey players. I, I saw like one, on one of Essex's Facebook posts, like one of them went like boo hoo LaRue. And I saw that and it was after like game one or something. What did and you we, do last? No, so I waited till the series was over. And then like uh, like three weeks after the series or like the series ended. And I, the first thing I did was went on my phone and liked that comment. Yeah, there you go. Now, I guarantee you it was my buddy. I'm like, why are you chirping at him? He's like, ah, it's hockey. Yeah, I don't Fair enough. So who's your, who's, who's the guy that runs your like social media off of Facebook? Um, what's his name? Jamie Gillette. Jamie Gillette. Yeah. So I was going back and forth with him, you know, like he was the one that got me your number or gave you guys my number, you know, to get a hold of me. So like I, I was talking back and forth with him and it made me laugh. He makes me laugh too, because he's obviously hockey knowledgeable, right? Well, he knows his shit. Yeah. So Essex puts out their uh, their uh, coaching list squad, and he's like, "Holy fuck, another Schmaltz cup for us!" <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was fucking dying. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was so funny. I I just I just I just put the big you know the laughing crying faces like mm -hmm. a row of them like oh, oh my god so no filter i said no. it was awesome though you know like yeah. bringing on lee jones and uh you know jamie mcdermott's gonna be the, the head coach or whatever and then his comment right underneath it first comment probably only comment right, right off the bat was holy fuck boys we're winning another Schultz cup <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was great that's fucking funny, yeah. man. But I, I got I gotta thank him for you know getting us in touch with you guys because like and and if you know anybody else that wants to come on a show because we want to get your brother on there we're gonna get yeah. uh, uh, Bryce Bryce yeah we we got him coming on um, 
You know what I mean? Like it's not right. just a 73s podcast. We, we, we want to get all the boys on there and especially fucking create some content, create some rivalries guys. Like yeah. fuck the road, baby. Essex. Can't say fuck Wheatley because they drink OV out there and I love OV. <laughs> so. Yeah. So I love without it. <laughs> Rob, I'm tapped. So if you're, I've asked them everything I've wanted to buddy. Okay. So, uh, you guys go to Montreal for your uh, team? Stuff? Yeah, we didn't. We didn't this year, but we we have before. Like it, it's the best thing ever. It, yeah, it is the best thing ever. No hassle. You just hop on a bus. Don't have to worry about a passport or getting lost or American money. You go right up to Montreal, and it stays. What happens in Montreal stays in Montreal. But, <laughs> I was um, just gonna say, like oh. you're you're up all night. Like, yeah, you're just doing stupid things. And, and you just got to make sure you come back with everybody you left with. Yeah, like the one rule, like, of the trip is, like, you have to be on the bus at, like, 9 a.m. the next morning. And so everyone stays up basically almost all night. So that's the one rule. You got to be on the bus by 9 a.m. So oh my God. Either have an alarm set or a buddy to wake you up. <laughs> <laughs> who, who needs an alarm? Just stay up all night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how how many days you go up there for just one night one night that's so, a long fucking trip to go one night it's actually not that bad because like we would play the friday night home game yeah and then like we'd chill in the locker room for a bit and then we'd hop on the bus party all the way all night all the way up to montreal pass out at like 3 a.m and then you wake up at like 6 30 a.m 6 a.m 7 a.m and you'd get up unpack your shit and then go time <laughs> we'd, we'd grab we'd grab breakfast together and then um after breakfast like everyone had to go to breakfast and then after that you had free time and then you had to show up for the dinner and then you had to show up for the hockey game and then after that you could do whatever you wanted to fuck i'd still nice. be hurting from the bus ride on the way up <laughs> I'd have probably been pissed drunk on the bus, never got off the bus. <laughs> Just slapped on it and never. <laughs> I wouldn't have missed the bus. That's funny. Now, have you ever seen Coach Q get that wonky eye going when he gets angry? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was so scared of that thing my first year. Oh, I got like my first year, I started out like my first year with Q was probably like it was the highest highs and the lowest lows. Like I started out really good and he'd like praise me and stuff, but like, he'd still give me shit. And then like halfway through the year, he like, he put the clamps on, like, like we're winning, like we're going to play, like you're going to play like this or else like you're not playing type of thing. And, and Oh my God, we used to go at it all the time in practice. And there's this one drill he does. He'll sit behind the net and he or like two coaches will sit behind the net. The left wingers will be on the left side. The right wingers will be on the right side. And he'll sit there and fire slap shots around the boards. And you had to stop it with just your stick. So my first year, like, like you'd stop it and then go down and shoot. And you couldn't leave until you stopped the puck. And I think I probably went 20 times before I stopped the puck. He's gonna get tired before I get tired. Oh yeah, <laughs> screaming at he's you. He's got a whole hell of a slap shot. Too. Oh yeah, screaming at you the whole time, and you're like, I was so scared of this guy when I first showed up, 
Like he's just the tallest motherfucker ever. Yeah. The scariest motherfucker ever. And you hear stories about how he played back in the day. It's like, holy Christ, this guy might kill me right now. Don't oh, well, he said he, he loved the barn because there was nowhere to hide, right? Oh, that's him what he and, says all him the time. And, uh, Sternbauer, fuck, man. Bunch of animals, farm animals for fuck's sake. <laughs> so, so it was uh, Jamie McDermott. Now, now the coach of the 73s he, and i said give me something on uh iquina and he's like ask him about his wonky eye <laughs> he goes he come off he'd come off the ice and he'd be so mad and I, and then i would try to explain something to him and he'd look up at me and he's like you didn't know which i was looking at you. yeah plus these fucking wires are crossing too oh, right? yeah. <laughs> well, my, this my, is so my, funny and he's such a great guy such oh, a great yeah. guy what a coach, man. Holy yeah. shit. What a coach yeah. he turned to, you know, that he ended up turning into. I'm, su- I'm surprised, you know. I, I, coach of the year. I, well, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, like say Savard left Windsor and he got a shot. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, he's the hands down the best coach I've ever had. And that's yeah. not me pumping his tires. Like he wanted to win and you could see that and it just resonates through the guys and. Like he, he would tell you when you, when you did something wrong and you better man up to it and not do it again type of thing. But, mm-hmm. oh, he hands down best coach to ever play for. Give us, give us your best coach Q story. Fuck, man. There's a bunch. Like <laughs> if you would come off the ice and like, especially my first year, like I always fucked around cherry picking or like trying to lift guys sticks instead of hitting them and like trying to poke check. And so like every time I'd come off the ice, he'd, I, I like he'd probably all, almost always yelled at me and uh <laughs> especially with his his wonky eyes and stuff the one time I got off and he was yelling at someone like I thought he was yelling at me but he was look like he was looking at someone else type of thing so it's like who are you yelling at right now <laughs> and then I, but his eye was looking at you <laughs> and then he, and he said like shut the fuck up i'm not even talking to you or something i'm like oh sorry while well, you're looking at me or something like that that's fun, oh, that's uh, so fun. An- another time um this is a good story he loves this story too um i forget who we we're playing we we're playing some team in the round robin and i was sitting in front of the net with their defenseman behind their net with the puck and they were setting up and we're told to like never chase around because like they would just burn you type of thing. So I'm standing there and, and the scoldy slashes me, like like two hand almost slashes me. And I I like look, I'm looking around, like what the fuck? I take my stick, I whack him right in the pads. <laughs> and then next thing you know, something happens, I'm skating off the bench and, and I wink at Coach Q. I wink at him and he goes, the fuck you winking at me for i'm like you like that shit don't you and he couldn't keep in his laugh so hard <laughs> He's like, that's awesome yeah. all right my last question and i ask everybody this and i'm sure you listen to the podcast so what would have been your goal scoring song instead of playing horn they drop you they drop your beat <laughs> so many off the top of my head um can't say katie perry because that was halsey's oh <laughs> yeah it was too huh? i don't know give me a second here it's a hard one everybody's dumb like everybody's 
always yeah. like, damn, it's I don't a tough know. one for everybody. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, anything honestly i i don't care i was i was on the ox and in the dressing room and stuff but i always played everything whatever mm. like Pizza. hey baby i don't know bring back some real juniors i don't know hey are you guys oh, that, hey baby yeah yeah. You, yeah you guys you're obviously getting like rings and stuff right hell yeah i'm getting my third one third one humble brag he's like fuck yeah third one yeah. that's good for you man that's great oh yeah because oh, yeah, you've won a couple of offices right yeah i I like to call myself like the best double A player to ever play. <laughs> no, I, I, Holy fuck, I, did your arm get sore like doing this all the time? Like, hey, oh, stroking no, himself that. off. No. He says, oh. <laughs> I thought you were saying funny. his way is way funnier. That's funny. <laughs> Giving yourself a stranger every night. That's fucking funny. But yeah, I, I call myself the best double A player to ever play, like as a joke or whatever. But I played um played double A my whole life. One my own Chase in my last year. And then the year before we won OMHAs, when I was in grade 11 in high school, we won OFSA in Fort Francis, Ontario. And then my last year of junior C hockey, I won the Schmaltz. The That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll give you that one. Yeah, that, until, that's until we get somebody on this podcast with more credentials that's other than what... fucking Darren McCarty and his four Stanley Cup rings, that prick. <laughs> We've had a bunch of cups on this show, though. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> now we yeah. got three more. Yep. Yeah. There you go. All right, buddy. This has been awesome, man. Thank you. Um, my cheeks hurt from laughing and stuff. So this, this has been a good time, man. You are welcome anytime. And uh, hopefully we can see you soon for some beers or something. Oh yeah, maybe I'll see you in the barn next year. My brother playing there. Damn right. Yeah, for sure. We'll oh. Stay in touch. You know, you got my number. Um, I'll wear my jersey in the Essex barn and see what happens. <laughs> oh, that'll, that'll be awesome. <laughs> Especially with all those all those seventy threes wearing their leather jackets. Oh, don't get me started with that, <laughs> bro. They're gonna start bringing them back. Them and their hundred executives. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you you got to make money. Dude, so. this guy's chirping. Oh, I love it. <laughs> All right, bro. We'll we'll stay in touch, man. Take care. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Peace, brother. Thanks so much. Yeah, see ya. And there he was, Eric LaRue. Funny bastard, too, that kid. Talking shit about Essex, right? That, <laughs> it was so awesome. Hey, like, I love it. Stirring the rivalry. I like it. Sure. I love it. Like, I can't wait till Shirky comes on and starts fucking pounding on them crybaby LaRue's. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> fucking great. No, but it was great getting them. And, and I got to give a big shout out to, uh, oh, what's his name? J- J- not Jolinas. Uh... Anyways, you heard it in the interview. He gave me all the, he gave me a few numbers from the Bell River boys and, and uh, you can find him on Facebook. He covers all the, the um, Bell River stuff. And, and like when he said like, oh my God, we're going to win another Schmaltz cup with that coaching staff. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I was like, holy shit, man. I, I love, I love the back and forth. I love it. It's so awesome. Shots fired. Yeah. Um couple things out of russia so you said flyers prospect was detained ivan fedotov right 
yeah for intending to go f- to like pretty much run from military services yep so that's like, about, like to fight with the ukraine right like yeah. it was out of uh saint petersburg or whatever it was yeah. they grabbed him so it's kind of the same thing so now there's a warrant in russia for kaprizov and i believe it's for the same thing so, because what he did is before all that shit went down, he came back to the U.S. Well, it's no wonder so many of them defect, right? Why are you using pro athletes? Well, especially ones that don't if you work think in about Russia. it, like back in the day, like World War II, like all the baseball players left the baseball, mm-hmm. you know, and then they created that the the girl the girls baseball, like you know what I mean? They, uh, how many of them went and fought? for their country you know like what they were saying is i was reading online and there was a couple guys that were saying that if you go to i don't think it was it was called asylum or i don't know correct me if i'm wrong asylum or whatever but they're like you can go to one or whatever and you can do whatever but what they would have to do is they would have to give up their russian status and then after that it's welcome to the u.s boys and then they wouldn't have to go over it's terrible like so and it's terrible that you would you would even have to give up all your fucking heritage and everything back home let's face it because of one asshole right so so, so why hasn't putin called back uh ovi ovi malkin because either the boys with the fucking black uh credit cards that fucking can do whatever they want right yeah and they keep sending money home and it's fucking, fucking grimy man it's fucking grimy but I don't want to spend too much time. Putin's a madman. He's just like fucking uh, Hitler. It's crazy, dude. Like if you come, if it comes right down to it, oh, he's shit. he's the fucking modern day. I thought I had a red beam oh. on my. Uh, yeah. They're fucking taking me out. Yeah, he, he's the fucking modern day. Yep, that's crazy, man. He's my man. So we'll have to uh, keep an eye on that story as well to keep everybody kind of updated on that because it's fucking wild. So I'm gonna get like more into it tonight i'm going to do more research so by next week i'm going to be able to like go ham on it and tell you guys what's going okay, on okay the second guy you said kaprizov kaprizov what was he the guy that uh they said raped that girl and all that shit when he talked against putin yes right so and he's, then, and then, he's the one that plays for minnesota right that, that young kid he was buzzing around all last year he was yeah and, and because Something happened between him or he said something against his country or whatever it was. Yeah. And then there was a thing that came out that, oh, he raped a girl and, and he, yeah, all and that shit. And yeah. they just they just like false fucking falsely accused him. Right. Right. Yeah. Where the fuck do you think that's coming from? Right. No, no, yeah, yeah. Everybody fuck, knew it. Everybody the fucking knew it. shirtless fucking horseman over in Russia. Yeah. Fucking plays on plays hockey on the ice by himself and shoots it into the net and has everybody. Yeah. But he's, he's riding the ambiguously gay duo with fucking (laughs) Trump. That's funny. Yeah. So we'll have to just keep an eye on it. Um, Blake Wheeler. You said you had something about him regarding a trade. He has two years left, right? Yeah. So that's 8.25. That's a big contract, right? Like big. That's a lot of that's a lot of cash. He's worth but, it. But uh, they they were talking about um, oh fuck I I went and looked at uh, that that Campbell thing. Um, <laughs> I can't remember who it was. Chicago, Edmonton, Ottawa, Ottawa. Yeah. Where so the they're all they're all looking at him. They're all they all want him. Um, I think it was Chicago and 
Ottawa jumped into the mix with Edmonton already looking at them. Mm -hmm. The thing is though, is the Ottawa, like personally, if I was Ottawa, I wouldn't reason being is because Ottawa has got a lot of draft picks coming up the pipeline and they're going to be really good in like three to four years. So uh, to me, they'd probably have to give up a lot of draft picks to get them. So wait, 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 wait. You, You said Wheeler? Wheeler. No, Wheeler, Wheeler's just, they're exploring trade options in the market right now. It was, uh, uh, fuck, the guy from Florida. Florida guys in Florida. Trochak? Nope. No, G-I-R-O-U-X. Claude Giroux. Giroux, sorry. <laughs> Giroux. That's that's dash two for you, dash one for me. So who, um, no, actually, because you're the one that told me Wheeler to Ottawa. So that's no, 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 no. Off the I, air. To, I told you <laughs> they were expanding oh, okay. uh, their trade, and then uh, Giroux was they were just just peeping at him. Oh yeah, but but it's the Senators, Hurricanes, and Oilers all all wanting him. Yeah, well, he's also UFA, Claude Giroux, but his. Did you say his name when you uh, brought those five guys up? Uh, I did not because he was not in the top five. That's why he oh. was he was in the list of like the top ten or fifteen, but he was not in the top five. Probably based on his age, right? That's probably why. But now I could be wrong, and everybody can fucking just rip me on this. But he he, he came from uh, Philadelphia, right? He did. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> He was the former captain. Last year he got traded, or this yes. year, whatever. So what they did is they moved him at the trade deadline right. because he was in the last year of his deal. Okay. And they let him play his, like, thousandth game and everything, so he had a thousand games with the Flyers. And then oh, just, so it cost all them Flyers fucks all, all that money. Like I don't think – And the Rolexes. I don't think they really minded, but – And then it – um, And then he got dealt, so figured out. Now you said the. So the Flyers have. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. What Ottawa, Ottawa has twenty-seven million dollars in cap space, right? Mm-hmm. The Wings have thirty-four. I hope Eiserman. So they're going to get him and Johnny Hockey. Eiserman's got to make a big splash. Well, but I didn't. They, I didn't see. I didn't they see. They need a goalie on, too in Detroit. Uh, the Wings need a goalie too. I'd like to see them take that Huso kid because he's young. He's twenty-seven. You know what I mean? Even if you get him for a couple of years, lock him down. Have him. He's not going to sign for a couple of years. He, you, you no, want yeah. him? You're going to have to. Yeah, you're going to have to give him a big, big. Yeah, it'll salary. probably be like five a six, years, five, six year deal. Five, five million dollars. Five, five for five. That's not bad though. No, it's not bad. It's not bad because I, I think Eiserman's a fucking genius. So yeah, you know he's gonna he's gonna do all the right moves and. Everybody's going to be sitting on broomsticks after that. And, and now uh, with a new head coach there too, right? Now in Detroit, Derek Lalone. He was the uh, he was the assistant coach for Tampa Bay. Yeah. Right. So I had kind of had a so once um, they said that uh, we knew that trots, we knew he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Once, once we knew, we knew Trotz was was off the board and the Wings hadn't hired anybody, we knew it was going to be him, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. That's, that's why he there. didn't go after trots. That's why he didn't go that after. That was the biggest giveaway. As soon as trots was done and said that he was going to be off a year. And speaking of that, the Winnipeg job went to Rick Bonus. Is now I the new Rick coach. Bonus. 
So know. he went from just saying his name. Dallas to, bonus. Yeah. So he went from I think he was Dallas. So he went from Dallas. Now he's going over there. So yeah. That should be interesting too. Now the coyotes. The Coyotes we are talking about kind of off there. They have three picks in the first round of the draft. By far, they have the third overall, 27th, and 32nd. That's and two or their their third overall was through the draft. Yeah, it the, was theirs. the balls, right? It was theirs, yeah. Right. And then and then the second one was what did I say? Uh I think he said one came from I felt like he said the Colorado. hurricanes. Yeah, Carolina. And the other one came from. I forget. Either way, it don't matter. They have three the Golden big, Knights. Yeah, they have, the Golden Knights out there. Yeah, but either way, either way, they have three first round picks. Right. How awesome is that? Pretty good, man. Three first round draft picks. They, if they think about all the teams right now that are down in the slumps. And you got you got Shane Doan. Is Doner the general manager there now? He's not the general manager, but he, I think he's the assistant to the GM. Okay. Or he's okay. like, or he's in on like hockey ops or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a matter of time before. Biz he's said he's got the biggest horn in hockey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Biz is always talking about his horn. I don't know why he's always talking. Biz always, always, uh, always says wrench though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny when they, they were talking about, I was listening to it the other day and he's like, this guy's talking to me and he goes, you know, like, and I get in a truck rollover and all I hear is Shane Stone's got the biggest wrench. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, my fucking radio was working. (laughs) I I think it was wit told that story. He's like, I was talking to this guy. He's like, he got in a car accident or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, the radio was still fucking working. And the first thing I hear once I realize, holy shit, I'm alive was Shane Doan's got a huge wrench. So that's awesome that's pretty funny man that's good stuff yeah and my red wings have 10 picks in total in the draft coming up tomorrow how many rounds are there uh i feel like there's like six or so i don't know but there's a bunch of rounds but Hmm. the wings have 10 picks in total so you know stevie always finds those fucking diamonds in the rough there so it's pretty nuts oh have you got a chance to listen to Chris Nyland's new show? So Chris Nyland. Like a podcast? Chris Nyland has a podcast. Okay. It's fucking awesome. Really? It's, I'd love, it's uh, well, awesome. For sure. I listened to a few episodes. It's called Raw Knuckles. It's with Chris Nyland. Guess well, who? Well, that was his name, right? Yeah. Knuckles. It's called Raw, Raw Knuckles. And guess who his co-host is? Tim Stapleton. Is his co-host. Oh, no shit. So Chicklet's favorite guest, right? Timmy yeah. Stapleton. Yeah. That's his, that's his co-host. I listened to, uh, I had a bunch of shit to do around the house today. So I threw on the headphones and I listened to a few episodes. I listened to the Carrie Frazier episode because back in the day, Nylon hated Carrie Frazier. Fuck Carrie Frazier. Fucking hated him. I, so, I, I wish we could get on him and I would fucking, but he, you know what? I, I listened to the episode when they, he was on Chicklets or uh, I don't know if it was Missing Curfew or, or uh, Ring Shrinks. And he was talking about how tough he is. Who's that, Frazier? Yeah. Yeah, apparently junior days he used to He used to be a scrapper, eh? Was and the, I was like, fuck, I'd part his hair. captain of a junior team in Sarnia. Yeah. Growing up. Yeah. So, so Michael Layton, guest of our show, he was actually grew up with Carrie's son. So Who's I from learned, Sarnia and not LaSalle. 
Yeah. So <laughs> I'm working on getting Carrie on with us. Awesome. So I'm trying to get Michael to give the push to get Carrie on with us. Awesome. I'm working on that. And I also, mean, I mean to say how much I love Carrie Frazier. Yeah. That's and what also I to too, at some point, he already promised me he would. A little tidbit for our, our listeners is Chris Nyland's going to come on with us too at some point. That'd be fantastic. I, so, I loved him. So Chris Nyland as a Montreal, would. but when I watched Montreal play so, and he wasn't in the lineup, it was like Wendell Clark wasn't in the lineup for Toronto. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know so, what I mean? It just wasn't fun to watch. Chris Nyland is fucking awesome. Like I said, I love his show. He's got that thick Boston accent, which is awesome too. But um, so he told me he was launching his pod. So him and I have been shooting the shit back and forth a little bit on our um, Instagrams. Yep. So we've been kind of shooting the shit back and forth. And he told me, he's like, listen to me. He said, I'll promise you I'll come on your show. He just said, let me get mine launched and everything going. And he said, and I'll hop on with you guys. So, oh yeah. And you'll get a bunch of listeners from our show. Like, so, so sure. that's what I mean. So I, that's why I, I wanted to kind of throw his show out there. I'm yep. telling you, listen to it, everybody. You won't be disappointed. It's awesome. No free ads. Yeah. No free ads, but Chris, that one's for you. Okay? We'll give that one to you. So, so that's what it's called, guys. It's called Raw Knuckles with Chris Nyland. And okay, I want to bring up one more thing though. Shoot it. Um, so with uh, the Fun Fest going on this weekend, this our episode is dropping on Friday. Yep. Every, everybody, everybody's uh, going to be partying and having mm. a great time. Make sure you don't drink and drive. But yes. there's going to be a lot of concerts down at the Fun Fest in the arena, outdoors, all kinds of stuff. So if you visit uh, EssexFunFest.com, uh, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I, I was talking to Joe uh, Garon today mm -hmm. and asking him like who was going to be there. But if you, if you just check out the website, uh, you just give me one second. Yeah, they got the beer tent and everything over there again this year, right? Yeah, every, every time it's, I'm up there, it's, it's under EssexFunFest.com, and there's gonna be there's gonna be uh, concerts in the arena. There's gonna be, and we're talking about Friday, Saturday. Uh, there's gonna be outdoor free concerts. You know, like yeah, they got the tent and everything too. So the tent, like if you don't want to go into the tent and deal with that lineup, like go to the concert, check out the bands. Joe always hooks everybody up mm. and takes care of everybody. So and Joe fucking works his ass off on this stuff. Too, Absolutely. So. And does a great job with everything he does. Every time I go to the beer tent though, I feel like I'm the fucking oldest one there. Oh, and I saw Jamie McDermott walking today. Good for you, coach. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Driving into work. Uh, he, 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 I drove by him and he sees a 73 sticker and I'm stuck at uh, the light at Tim Hortons. And he comes walking up beside me and he's like. <laughs> oh, he shot you a bird. I might've shot him. Oh, <laughs> he's probably like motherfucker. Fuck you coach. But uh, yeah, guys too, you can also expect to see us at the, uh, at the 73s thing going on there in late August too. Yeah. We'll, we'll give you more information on that. Yeah. Like as uh, it comes check out our website, uh, follow us on YouTube, um, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, and I just don't have a face for radio. I, I have an incredible <laughs> yeah. so listen, chiseled chin. We're, I'll say it now. We're probably going to have a tent there for the whole 73s thing. So make sure that if you see us out there, come say hi. 
I'll, I'll say that now because I'm forgetful. I been known to have a smoke or two. So we'll, we'll have shirts. We'll have some swag. We'll, yeah, we're going to have some swag going there yeah. for to come buy and say hi. Like yeah. Stop by, say hi to us. So we're going to, if there's we'll somebody you want to hear on the podcast, let us know, especially local, you know, we know mm-hmm. how much you guys love the locals and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hook it up. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll exchange numbers and uh, like uh, I can't just keep getting all these dudes numbers out of bars you know? <laughs> like Rob start starting to look a little weird in the bar no I, I don't I don't feel weird about it like it, it's okay no, I, I didn't say feel it's weird okay. I said look a little weird well I look weird all the time but <laughs> standing whatever. there at the fucking Rob this guy's throwing a piss Rob comes up yeah. what's up <laughs> yeah hey you ever hear of our show you want to come on our show or what oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> But we'll, 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 we'll have keys. stickers and stuff like uh, yeah. window stickers and stuff. Yeah, like we're that. Like, we're gonna have a bunch. Come of see stickers. us. Yeah. Come, come see us. It, it'll be a great time, and, and, and you'll you'll love all the people there. Mm-hmm. So, on that note, do you have anything else, or are you pretty well? No, good that's to go? it. That's I'm it. good to go too. So our next show will be just after free agent frenzy. So look out for that one. It's gonna be insane so we'll check out that one we'll talk about all the trades where everybody or not trades free agent signings where everybody's going what teams are doing this and that we'll have way more better knowledge of that so until next week aunt rob signing off we're out of here see ya peace